0: the spell hey there welcome back you are listening to Save by the spell as you know if you found your way here my name is marcella and it is november 11th 2020 yes finally they announced a projected winner of the presidential uh election here joe biden Kamala Harris as the VP. Uh, we're not going to talk about this right now because things are mm. remain to be unseen or remain to be seen, rather. What I do want to talk to you about today is about what it's like living in the age of plage, short for plagiarism. Now, this isn't a new concept, Right? We all know about plagiarism, and we know about what that means. But how many of you have heard, imitation is flattery, toughen up, people only copy the best, yada, yada, and other lies that the patriarch has told you to accept about plagiarism? And especially if you're someone who is paving a path, you know? Like, I think a lot of times people that pave the path of innovators creatives you know they're often kind of talked or frowned upon you know or or made fun of or whatever your ideas are ludicrous but then something clicks and then suddenly other people are doing it you know uh, why do i want to talk about this because you know north node is in gemini from May 5th, 2020, it started, right, till January 18th, 2022. Uh, again, I had said previously in the last episode, I am not an astrologer because I'm not. I do find astrology fascinating. Uh, astrology definitely helped save my tucus When I was in rehab in 1995, <laughs> um, learning about astrology and learning how to do charts manually is what helped me pass the time when I was in treatment. So I do find it fascinating, but I'm not an astrologer. So uh, I can recommend, there are lots of astrologers out there who are wonderful, and I will link them in the show notes. Chenny Nicholas, who is a friend, uh, I will link her in the show notes. Uh, Evelyn Zuhl, who talks about the... North Node in Gemini influences. Evelyn is an astrologer and also owns the Mystic Parlor out in Yucca Valley. Another astrologer that I would like to recommend is uh, Diana Rose Harper. Because she's referenced the importance of crediting your sources multiple times you know, on her Instagram. Anyway, there's too many amazing astrologers that I could go on and on about. But what I'm talking about today specifically is how um, when then I'll just put it in the terms that I understand. So the North Node in your chart, right, and the South Node are like this access point where you can learn about your purpose, you know what you came here to cultivate in your present life. And the South node, from my understanding is like kind of like the gifts and the knowledge you came in with. And it's not about abolishing the South node. It's about, and, or in only doing your North node. It's about bringing these things together, cultivating, you know, uh, your North node in ways that help with the knowledge of your South node, you know, a more rounded existence. Jan Spiller, who was uh, an astrologer? has a, has a book called uh, Astrology for the Soul. I highly recommend that book if you're interested in learning about this. I actually wish that book was uh, like a mandatory reading when you turn like 12. <laughs> you know, here you go. Look at what to develop. You know, because uh, that book probably would have helped me. I think I don't know if I would have listened to it at that young of an age, but. I mean, from my own astrology, I have a south node in Aries, my north node's in Libra, and you know, whoa, when I read that book, I was like, whoa, this is unreal, right? Um, Anyway, I digress, but why I'm talking about north node in Gemini, north node in Gemini, when you think about Gemini, I think about Mercury, I think about communication, I think about like um all of these like rapid advancements in like the ways we communicate with each other which is pretty cool but also i think about gossip and i think about the influx of information we have and how we're influenced by so many things and especially you know the thing that i find is pretty uh rampant because of social media and etc is there's so much information coming in in all directions at all times. I think people are genuinely confused about or forget what makes an impression on them. I mean, there's a reason why there's algorithms and subliminal messages and all this stuff. Um, anyway, this is going on for far too long that I wanted to. But my point being, I think it's really important that we pay attention what that noise is. Bizarro. This microphone's insane. It picks up everything. This is, like, the noise is not from inside my house. Okay, I think I need to stop, actually. Okay, sorry. I had to check that out. I'm not editing this out. Um, It was just bizarre. It's like the dryer from the front house. The mic picked that up anyway oh, what was I saying okay so I think the importance of the North node in Gemini right now is is really understanding that you know sometimes I think there is such a thing as like being um, connected to the collect- collective collective, uh, consciousness. And sometimes that's why we will get excited about something. We'll, we'll be thinking of an idea and we'll be like mulling on it and stewing on it. But maybe we're a little bit scared to jump into action on this idea for whatever reason. Sometimes it's confidence. Sometimes it's worth, sometimes it's like, we don't have the resources to execute an idea. And I'll give you an example of that in a moment. But, um, uh uh so what happens is this like these ideas go into the collective consciousness right and it's like percolating percolating and then you know you you you've had this vision and then maybe like you didn't act on it and a couple months later your vision is in a storefront window that you walk by and you're like oh my god i had that idea why didn't i act on it right and and here's the thing i think there's a lot of that that happens yes but also think that there's so much media um at us all the time that sometimes we see something or we're you know and we're inspired and then we create something and we really innocently think that we've come up with this idea so i think it's just really important to like just double triple you know quadruple check sometimes where your inspiration comes from as to not, you know, one, make sure that you're, you know, where am I? Am I inspired by collective consciousness? Am I doing this in my authentic voice? That's the other thing. Because there can be the same idea that comes out by multiple people, but because it's expressed, right? It's like being a reader, right? I'm a reader, right? And there's multiple you know, tarot or like psychics and things out there, but we all have different voices, right? It's like music. There's many musicians, right? You don't, maybe there's many musicians who are singing about love. Doesn't mean that someone invented love. It just, they have a different voice and it appeals to different people. So that's what I'm saying here. Now, I'm not that innocent and I'm gonna share that with you here because I want you to know that i uh, suffer from being human it's unfortunate it's really unfortunate because as much as i would like to be uh, an alien living in another galactic system or even being a different type of species living on this planet i unfortunately have the pleasure of being human and and fucking up a lot you know And I have. And why I'm talking about it and why I'm telling you about how I'm not that innocent, it's because, let me tell you the first time I plagiarized something. First of all, I come from some lineages who are not so great people, you know? And and part of that is, you know, criminals, pirates, just frauds, you know? Um... And I'm not gonna put anyone directly on blast, but I mean I remember at a really young age learning how to forge. Thanks, Mom. Because she didn't want to do it, you know, and being encouraged. So I learned really good how to do forgery stuff. Um, mostly because that's what I was taught to do. You know? And not now, you know, there's a lot of things that I grew up with that I thought were normal until I got into treatment. And <laughs> I found kind I of was like, Oh, that wasn't normal. Anyway that's another story for another time. But when I was in first grade, I was six years old and I'm not justifying this at all, by the way, I'm not justifying a, you know, bad behavior or forgery plagiarism, but I'm going to tell you something. Why? In first grade, there was, I don't know if you guys remember D.A.R.E. to keep kids off drugs. (laughs) There was a contest that if you made, like, it was, like, making, I can't, it was probably, like, made out of fucking construction paper, Um, like, something to, like, promote D.A.R.E. to keep kids off drugs, and in my little six-year-old mind, Because this contest, I think there was, I'm pretty sure there was a prize involved. We were really poor. We are on welfare. We are on food stamps. Um, I thought, oh, if I could win this, I could get, I don't know, I could get something out of it. That's what it was, ultimately. And I, here's the thing. It was, like, such a fine line. I remember seeing commercials, but, like, somewhere in my brain, I stored this, like, frying pan vision of like an egg frying. And um, I made on construction paper like a version of that. Like this is your brain on drugs kind of thing. Um, And I, I didn't understand that it wasn't okay to mimic what I saw on TV to win this prize. Right, because I really desperately wanted, thought I needed, and wanted it. You know, at six, I was learning the tactic of survival mode and like emulating something else that I thought could get. And I, you know, and I got in trouble for it. And I still didn't really, you know, understand why. You know. Anyway, that was that's my first experience with plagiarism. Is six you know, and let me tell you, I plagiarized multiple things. I was a fucking terrible kid and teenager, you know, um, a lot of it, again, I did not know bad things, you know, like what that was. That's my stomach growling and the mics picking up unreal. I'm using a Yeti blue mic if anyone wants, like, a very effective at picking up every sound microphone. Moving on, moving forward, you know, I did some horrible stuff when I was a drug addict. And, and you know, um, again, story time for another time. But I want to tell you something about something as recent as six and five years ago that I did not understand why it was so um, kind of fell in the same ca- why it fell in the same category. And I'm telling you uh, not to shame myself, but to tell you that as a human, we make mistakes, right? And that's the other t- and the other thing too is sometimes we villainize other people. So I would probably say like six years ago, um, I had made a friend on Instagram, and you know what's really awful is I can't remember her name right now. It was like we'd never met in person. Um, she used to make salts and things, and um, and then I made salts as gifts, right? I wasn't making them to sell, but I, I had posted, like, me making them, and um, it, it ended the, the connection because she saw that as I was trying to steal her idea and her income, you know, and... I didn't understand um why she was so upset with me because I wasn't monetizing it but the, the fact was I I had a bigger account than her and I was sharing that I was doing it and she saw it as that I was potentially going to take that and monetize it and um and that was that was uh, you know a big lesson for me uh it took me a minute I couldn't understand it now Followed by probably like a year or so later, I um, wrote an article that a friend had asked me to write. I had written an article um, for her website. And the article was based on a tool and technique that someone else who was a teacher shared with me. And I was so excited to write this article because this technique, it it really, um, it helped me at the time. It helped me really kind of clarify some things in my mind and, um, I wrote it and I was so excited. And I told her like, Hey, I wrote this article based on what you shared with me. And, um, here's the link. It just got published. She was very, very livid with me and I understand why, you know, I understand why, uh, I immediately, corrected. I didn't understand I was just I didn't understand it in in the moment that I was writing and how like this could be like I should have talked to her first. I just did it on impulse and then I told her after like how excited I was and I thought she'd be excited too. And she wasn't so immediately went to the person who has the blog site, the site and everything and I said, Hey like please put this person's name in here. Please credit her, please link her, please link her business, all this stuff, right? And um You know, yeah, I mean, a little too late, right? Like, I should not have done it that way. That was really messed up on my part. Now, what I do not feel I deserved after was the treatment I got after. And I think, yes, what I did was not cool. I think when you make an amends the amend comes from changed behavior. Have I done that again? No, absolutely not. Did I go in and course correct and like properly credit her and do all this stuff? Yes. I even asked for the post to be taken down, but it wasn't. But here's the thing. What happened after, just so you know, is it's also important to look at how you respond to those things too. This person, after, proceeded to... Because we were in a shared space, be really rude and disrespectful, like outside of classes when I would teach them, being loud, obnoxious, to the point where clients would come out and be like, Can you shut up? Are you serious? And then also, they had a roommate who told me that she wished me dead. (laughs) I mean, I must have really pushed some past life triggers there, and I'm sorry again for that, but like, it was pretty brutal. So I'm sharing this to tell you that, like, you know, not innocent you know by any stretch but i i do try and make a conscious effort to 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 correct my behavior by changed behavior not just words not just empty words and also because we're human so i think it's important to remember that if someone kind of does you dirty like that in your mind or in real life you know it's important to go okay like is this person shifting their behavior because we are human and um And also, I just want to stress because of social media and the importance of crediting your sources, you know, like I had mentioned, uh, Diana Rose Harper has like referred to this numerous times and I can't tell you how many times I've posted something and then I see my words somewhere else. There's no, when you're posting or reposting, thank you for sharing, but also make sure not only are you tag the person in the photo, in the article, put their name visible you know, in the comments, in the description. It's so important that creators be credited because this is their livelihood, okay? I also think it's important to credit your teachers. And you know what? You might not agree with me here, but some of us have had maybe teachers or people that we've learned from that are problematic. You don't just erase that you had a problematic teacher. They're still your experience. But you also don't shame people for not knowing. Um, I've had that happen to me too, you know? So let's get into how do you... This podcast is becoming longer than I had anticipated, but how do you deal with someone else behaving in settler ways or co-opting your work and i want to talk about remember that collective thing i mentioned how there'd be a collective idea and then you know maybe someone is braver and they pull it down from the ethers let's talk about that because that's happened to me too well i would say back in 2009 or something i was really obsessed with the idea of creating a mobile unit and you know what i was doing i was filing bankruptcy I worked at a coffee shop. I was doing readings in the evening. I didn't have money, resources. And you know what? Someone else who was doing readings, like who had just started doing readings, started their own mobile unit. And I was really bummed. I was really bummed because I really could not take the leap of faith. I didn't have the confidence And um, I didn't have the resources either, so, you know, I recognize now that that wasn't my path, but, you know, that's an example of, like, seeing your vision come to life in front of you, but it's not your vision, you know? You realize that it belongs to the cosmos and the collective, and, like, you didn't fucking magically invent it. I also realize there is an importance in saying something, though, you know, um especially if you see your ideas or you see yourself not credited properly i think you should say something but remember reacting out of like just a reaction isn't going to make you feel good it can actually activate and trigger a lot of things whether it's your own survival mode your fears your lack all that stuff and the same thing with the other person so what i would want to recommend is like get clear first right you see something you feel something ground yourself Ask yourself, can you inquire about the intent of the person? Sometimes people, like, legit, like, don't know that it's wrong to kind of mimic uh, or, like, co-opt certain things. And they don't understand the harm, you know? And, and also, like... Next, you, you know, decide your next steps and severity. Like, is this really impacting you or is this just triggering you? You have to really kind of also remember to take responsibility for what's coming up for you in this case, you know. Um, you know, I know for me, like in 2012 and like when all these like all of a sudden there was a lot of new readers and people showing up, all of my financial insecurity and lack and all that stuff came up. Because I finally had something I was, I guess, good at, you would say, and I was like, this is something unique to me. This is what makes me special. And my ego was just like, they're going to take it all away from you, you know, and not just my ego, but all my systemic trauma too, you know. Like, how many times things have been taken, stolen, repressed, you know? How many times I was made fun of for being, like, a weirdo. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like, now the cool kids are doing it. Screw you. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I had all this stuff hit me. So you need to ask yourself, like, okay, is this person, like, taking from me, is this harmful? Or is, am I just being, you know, activated? And then decide, you know, what is the most supportive direction for you you know because just stewing in it on your own isn't going to help just talking shit about the other person isn't going to help like you got to look at your your insides here and figure out like like what can I learn from this and how do I move forward because guess what if you're a creative being don't stop creating people can imitate you people can copy you but guess what they don't have your inspiration. They don't have your ability to to, to bring things into full-fledged things, you know? Um, in my 20s, I, you know, have been fortunate enough. I made a living as an artist, you know? Albeit, like, it wasn't like it was, like, this glamorous, like, paid thousands of dollars artist. But I had made enough to, like, pay my bills and, you know... And I would have people rip me off all the time, and you know what it did? It shut me down. I remember being ripped off uh, on like some posters I had made for this girl, and then she decided she didn't want to pay me the twenty bucks or something, and went to someone else and had him do it for free. And what happened was, is I quit making art. I went to music, right? I quit making visual art, and then I went to music, and then I got burnt out. You know, it's just ridiculous things. We can't just shut down. Even though I try to quit my job every other week cuz I'm like over it, <laughs> but I'm not really. So I want to tell you how many, like I can't tell you how many times I've retreated and felt humiliated, shame and grief, you know, not only about the work and the ideas stolen or taken or co-opted, but the relationships and the trust that were broken. And as I mentioned, I'm I'm I can now see because of my own past behaviors you know how that probably affected some people too because we're all not that innocent we just are learning you know so hot tip no one can fake your essence right so even if people copy mimic you and whatever um or co-opt your ideas they're not you right and that's the thing you have to remember also, for all the people that are like, "Oh, there's no there's always enough for everyone. Fuck you." Like, <laughs> and I say that with love because here's the thing, not everybody has the same experiences. And people have real fears and real like things that come up. So don't just blanket statement, there's enough for everyone. There's a really privileged fucking place to speak from. But I do want to say they can't take away your energy. So you're always going to be creating. You're always going to be making, you're always going to be doing. Guess what? These people run out of ideas. They run out of things. They go from people to people to copy, you know, look, I even had an experience it last year where, you know, I do public ritual, um, like very theatrical public ritual. When we could meet up in person, I would do this at a burlesque night. And, um, you know, I had this idea that was just like came through and I was like, yes you know, I put my heart, my soul, I put so much money into like making it happen because that's what I do for my art is like, I sacrifice eating, uh, decent f- food for a month because I want to invest because the pay, let me tell you, it's not really great. You don't really get paid well to do public ritual. Um, I wish we did. That should change. I am putting that out in the ethers that we should get paid well for public ritual. So, but anyway, I did it and you know, and I had this idea that I have never seen, actually never seen before um, in terms of a magical ritual. And then, you know, fucking four or five months later, I see a pretty like prominent influencer person, magic person, utilizing like an element from the ritual. Now, the mean person who is utilizing it was uh, with another person who actually happened to be at the event I did that night who claimed they missed the the portion of me doing it, but there's pictures, there's all this stuff. So this is what I'm saying. Be mindful of your influences and what you're talking about, but don't stop. Don't stop creating because the vampires are still going to look for sources. They're going to go to other wells, but guess what? They're not going to be you. So if you're putting your work out there, I want to encourage you, still put your work out there. Maybe you have to do some protection around it before you release it or as you release it. Maybe you um, are quiet about your ideas for a little while until they're ready to be fully presented. That's something else. Do your work, do it quietly, and then share it. You know, because I find that sometimes when we share too soon, other people can hijack it or your own insecurities can hijack it. Just do it because you love it, you know, but it doesn't hurt to put some do a little protection mantra like, you know, around your work as you release it. And also just final note, just remember the truth is going to set you free. The truth always comes out. All right, my dear ones, have a beautiful week. Keep creating.